This ain't your father's podcast. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is. The Stock Dads are back with their Stocks and Sandals podcast like you've never heard it before. Raw, unedited, and completely uncut. That means more cringy dad jokes, awful puns, and the best damn stock market education you can find. It's time to quit resting your eyes and start working hard instead of hardly working because we all know money doesn't grow on trees. So tuck your t-shirt into your jean shorts, lace up the grass-stained new balances, crack open an ice-cold brewski, and fire up the grill. What's on the menu? Gains, baby. Now, here are your hosts. All right, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, Stock Dads? Welcome to another episode of Stocks and Sandals. I'm your host, Fuzz, joined with me with uh, Paper Profit. What's going on, brother? What is going on, man? Man, Happy to be here. Yeah, it's just the two of us this week. I mean, he done left us and got married, and now he's having. I know Penny, man. He made he made the big jump. I saw um, that he streamed it live too. Actually, did you listen to that? I did not. I was out and about while while the stream was going on. Was yeah, it good? Man. Yeah, no, it was cool. I, I I actually, I mean, just to have a stream, a live stream for your vows, that's kind of cool. I think it was just mostly audio, but dude, you know, you could yeah. see everybody watching it and everything. Kind of cool. I think that kind of for picked sure. up during uh, COVID when you know you, you couldn't have many guests involved in the wedding so I, I guess you know that trend is still going I, I reckon uh I know when when I got married we didn't really have that <laughs> or we didn't really <laughs> think about doing that so yeah. uh yeah I guess that's interesting well yeah Penny man he's got he's got he's got fans all over the place so that's true you wanted yeah. to put it out there that's why not cool. yeah that's awesome so congrats uh to Penny if you're listening in or you know tuning in to us on he's Monday there. Uh, yeah, congrats, brother, and uh, hope you're having a good time. Uh, let's see, I, I know you're way out there, so so good job, and you know, <laughs> we look forward to having you back. Uh, but yeah, it's just gonna be us two today, and uh, welcome. Uh, let's see, this is not financial advice, we'll kind of get that off the table, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. yeah, what these are opinions, and you know, just you know, take that information, uh, as you will. So yeah, uh, but yeah, any. Uh, further details just visit us at stockdads.com and you know we can get you on your way if you have any questions or concerns or you know need help in building a strategy or, or need some guidance on uh, really just about anything uh, but yeah just to jump on into everything I mean last week was exciting dude last week was huge I mean that close was insane absolutely I, insane yeah I think uh Powell pretty much nailed uh a big one into the coffin, so to speak. It's so uh, weird, right? Like, like I, I don't, he didn't say anything that would, that should have been new, of course. Right. But, um, you know, we do all, all that back and forth and, and, and studying everything that he's saying, really, the speeches are probably like the most market moving events that, that we have as, as traders, but, right. um, you know, I, he didn't say anything new, but in retro, like trying to figure out, okay, what was it? I mean, aside from, technicals lining up to exactly that 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 very specific point at 420 was like the epic fail <laughs> on spy um you know i think he kind of just last the last speech he gave he had given that and the last time I was on we talked about this we yeah. he'd given that three to three and a half um fed funds rate target for the end of the year and he kind of just increased that just a little bit really i mean it wasn't anything big but i do remember him saying 
three and a half for the sustained future. And he actually said it through 2023, right? So I think maybe what, maybe what some of the market was expecting was like, okay, well, we'll increase rates to three and a half, maybe four, and then taper back. But, right. but what he said was, no, we're going we're gonna to go forward. We're going to get there. We're going to get there quickly. And we're not going to be pulling rates back like maybe a lot of the market expected. Right. They're just going to get it there and pretty much hold it for, for yeah. quite some time. And, and he said that they're going to do that until the job is done, just like they, they did yeah. during COVID and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, and, you know, we've always talked about we don't fight the Fed. Uh, we didn't fight it going on the way up. Maybe we shouldn't fight them. This time around, we have quantitative <laughs> tightening going into September. And yeah, that's huge. That's Actually, and nobody's really talking about that either. No. Uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to impact and who's going to be buying up all those Fed. Dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. I still think, you know, September historically is like the bloodiest month of the year, right? Like, I don't know if people typically realize that, but September historically is not not a good month, um, but it precedes, right? Like the Santa Claus rally, October, oh, yeah. November are typically very good months. So, and then, and then we kind of put together, Oh, well also in a midterm year, uh, election year, yep. uh, you know, it's, it's actually probably one of the best dip buys <laughs> that you can okay. get, uh, inside the cycle. So going back to what you and I were talking about last time, it's like, you know, sub three ninety seven. if we get there, which we may, um, we'll have to let it base, you know, bottom out. But if we can get right. near those lows again, I don't think just my speculation. I don't really think that we're going to see anything lower. Um, okay. And, you know, we're, we're in this little situation where it's like, okay, we're likely at peak inflation, likely, and it's going to come down, but it's still freaking high. Right. <laughs> that, right. that was, that was basically the messaging, right? It's still high. We're not, we're not pulling back. We're not coming off the gas. Uh, and, and we'll have to deal with it as it goes. But so are we at peak interest rates? probably right like meaning is he gonna have any are we gonna have any more hikes above 75 basis points probably not probably but, not um no. yeah get his last speech yeah for sure i think actually fuzz I, did you check the fed funds watch i did it keeps creeping up um to let's see now it's at 64 percent uh for a 75 basis point rate hike uh, yeah. for september and i think that's kind of interesting because most of the fed speakers that we've had uh, have been arguing for 50. And I think we yeah. had uh, Mester uh, who said he wasn't opposed to a 75 basis point rate hike. So, you know, maybe we got some conflict, I guess we'll find out. But, uh, yeah. you know, we always want to make sure that everybody's on the same page as far as that goes, especially with the Fed. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm still kind of leaning they're going to do 50, but I, let's say let's say they do 75 right but if right. they do 75 and the fed funds target rate is still somewhere between 350 and four then what does that put us for the remainder of the year so we have two more two more hikes left two more hikes three? Two. uh let's say we have yeah two yeah we got november and december so november december mm -hmm. i mean that sets us up for a pretty that sets us up for right at four yeah puts us at a very nice spot to bottom out at the end of this coming september and <laughs> and ripe 
for a Santa Claus rally in my mind, right? Like, no, the economy has wouldn't be recovered by then, but you know, the market is forward looking and it's gonna right. it's gonna bottom out well before the economy does. So um, right. and I think there's there's this huge uh, you know, the the 10 and two are are extremely inverted oh, yeah. and they're not giving up, you know, yet. Or, you yeah. know, we're not even seeing any signs that I think it's good to pay attention to the TNX and all that kind of good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. The two years actually spot on. Right. So the two years been floating around three, five right now, I believe, right. which is, you know, two year, two year Fed, two year represents what the average of the Fed funds rate would be over the next two years. And so three, five is right there where he was talking about. And so okay. if that stabilizes right there, then the 10 year eventually later on we'll we'll creep up um or that'll come down but hopefully this is the peak of what we're looking at right so you know you know kind of leaning into next week a little bit you know i'm yeah i'm thinking that we still kind of go down next week oh for uh, sure until <laughs> like for sure it's gonna be a good opportunity but we're gonna right we're gonna, come, gonna yeah, we're gonna come on down and you know i'm okay with that for sure yeah. and you know, I, I guess my, you know, you kind of said that, you know, your argument is, uh, you know, we do have the lows uh, in, uh, right? And oh, you never know. Right. But if we, if we, but I have a target now, right? Like if we okay. get down there, right, that's where I'm going to start bottom fishing or really, you know, picking off some stuff. I, I had a lot of people ask, sorry, it's off topic, but a lot of no, people sorry. asking last week, really, um, you know, what would be like, is this a good stock to buy? Or is that a good stock to buy And there? Right. And a lot of people are kind of getting into that mindset of like, okay, well, you want to do your, put your shopping list together right about now. But some of the shopping Absolutely. lists I've seen are like, I, I got one that was like this EV delivery company. I can't even oh, yeah. remember the name. And I'm like, it's like a dollar stock that was a oh, stack. No. I'm like, oh, you guys. <laughs> You know, just like take a step back. It's like, okay, we want to do companies that have been around for decades. Right. And we know for a fact they're going to be around for decades to come, right? If you want to last, at least that's 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 the logic, right? All that right. growth at any price is. You know. we, yeah, don't don't stay away from those uh, money burning companies that are yeah. struggling to uh, hold up because with the higher interest rates, they're they're not going yeah, to. Yeah, they're going to be struggling for a while. Hold up. So we, <laughs> right. need to, there's going to be so many other things. And that was really my thing, too. It's like there's going to be so many. If you're just focusing on FANG or whatever, you're going to miss so many crazy bull markets and sectors that are just absolutely on fire. You'd point oh, yeah. it out um, for solar. And I didn't even look at that chart. My God, dude, what a week. <laughs> what, that thing I'm is like on... looking at this stuff or like what a couple of months. Like that thing is. Crackhead energy is what dude, that is. <laughs> it's alternative energy, right? Like, and that's, right. you know, we're heading into winter. And one of my bigger plays was SLV or Slumberjay, right? Still is. Mm -hmm. sure. um, and and I think that that specific sector has definitely, definitely got legs, actually. So, I mean, th those are just perfect examples. I mean, Devin, Devin's been Devin, just like yeah. booming. Um, EOG <laughs> is a, another like large cap staple in that space. We got a big Nat Gas play. Yeah. Nat Gas, yeah, EQT actually. Uh... <laughs> Benny, Benny made a big uh, position apparently, I think, in EQT just recently. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Took, an, I took a position in EQT uh, last week as well. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I love EQT. My, my Nat Gas play is Tellurian. Uh, I've been in it okay. for a while. EQT, man, I, you know, I bought, 
and this is what sucks about trading stuff. I'm looking at the chart on my screen. E EQT, I bought sub like 15 bucks. And yeah. I was thinking, okay, I sold it like 25. And then I, the last sell I did was at 50. And I'm like, dude, okay. Uh, or not 50, 40. And, and I'm like, I can't get my head past like buying it above 15 again. I'm like, no, but I, I'm looking at this chart, man. I don't know that. I don't know if that thing will ever get there again. Oh like, man. I, I'm also, I'm, I'm going to be paying attention to commodities next week. Oh yeah. Uh, see what's going to go on with that. Uh, as, yeah. I got my Freeport trade up. Like Freeport. Up. Freeport. Okay. Yeah. FCX. Like there's a, that's a big copper squeeze coming on. Um, well, okay. I say big copper squeeze is, is live for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's if you check, take a look at that chart. That's that's again. If you think inflation is going to be around for a while, then you can put a put together an inflation type of portfolio, right? So oh, things yeah. like SLB, EOG, EQT, right? Like even gold. I, the dollar right now is fighting any of those golds and gold miner um, companies. So until the dollar comes down, if the dollar comes down, which has been this huge. I mean, that's like 20 year high. Yeah, that's a uh, train if, right there. If the dollar comes down, then maybe the gold miners uh, will start to see some life. But until then, um, at least, you know, I don't think there'd be a whole lot of downside over there. Right. Yeah. I just yeah, took I just a look at the dollar, at the dollar. <laughs> and it is like 110 now. Like, yeah. It's almost we were looking like at last time being like 108 was <laughs> like out of control. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, we're way up there. So, yeah, sure. I mean, we got a lot to pay attention to, especially going into next week. Uh, you know, we got a lot of, I think we got several Fed speakers coming up. Yep. So that's going to be fun because they love to talk, as you all know. Uh, but yeah, did uh, did uh, you have any student loan forgiveness? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I was looking at that and man, that student loan. I, I don't want to get too political, but holy crap. Right. Did you read into that thing? I mean, that was... So he's doing, he's giving 20K, 10 to 20K forgiveness on student loans for every family. So the family has it, you can make up to $250,000 a year as a family and receive the student loan forgiveness, $125,000 per year as an individual. And I'm thinking he's explicitly saying this is low income um, forgiveness, right? And I'm thinking, since when is $250,000 a year low income? Low income I guess, right. you know, like maybe it is now Nowadays, with inflation, yeah. right? But um, but yeah, that's going to be, I mean, he's got Republicans riled up like everybody has. I mean, it's just going to be more taxes. We're trying to fight inflation. Right. Uh, and they're saying gonna, that's that's not going to hurt inflation. Uh, that's, that's what, how does it not though? Man? I don't know. That's what the White House I mean, who's said. So taxpayers are going to pay for it. That's the thing, right? And that's the big you know, and, and everybody's going to pay for it, not just people that went to college. And that's kind of right. the argument. And the other side of the, the you know, vote is, well, it's it it's not it's actually going to benefit a lot of people, regardless of income, um, because 250,000, you're still going to get it. it. It's just it's a big deal. But I mean, the important thing to remember right now, for sure, is it's just a proposal. Uh, and right. I think, you know, this is midterm. Uh, midterms coming up for them so he's got to he's got to play his hand for sure and clearly this is uh this is definitely a hand of these planes so very interested to see how that works i was thinking sofi for a little while actually uh and like sofi's had this looming you know they have a lot of i, I believe they have a lot of student loan debt i don't quote me on this one, i haven't really looked into it too much but i know a lot of guys in the group do trade it right um, yeah but 
the student loan forgiveness was only for government loans, like Pell Grants and things like that. So right. it's not going to affect any private, private. Loan things. Mm -hmm. So so all of that weight that might have been on SoFi's shoulders, that would essentially be gone right now. Right. So, I yeah, all seen. these all these uh, federal loan names, I guess, Lending Tree, SoFi, <laughs> yeah. Upstart, you know, all those guys. Uh, yep. Yeah, I was kind of watching uh, SoFi for for some kind of reaction. And, and honestly, I didn't think we we got a big reaction off of it so i, I mean it, it, it did bounce pretty like strong like right off it up to six but it gave pretty much all of it right back right you know it is kind of funny how you mentioned that you know 250k is uh low income you know i remember there was this uh study or some kind of uh survey or whatever where they asked college students what do they expect to make yeah, uh, on their first job, and the starting salary came out to be one hundred four thousand on their first job. And yeah, I was like, "What delusional world?" <laughs> are, I are mean, I guess it depends. You know, I was looking at uh, what was it? Jolts, right? So we got Jolts numbers, right? Um, and they 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 say what the average hourly rate is. And I think it's like thirty seven dollars an hour. Did you know that? I did not average know hourly, that. No, so it's average hourly earnings month over month. It's a whole nother metric. But yeah, thirty-two twenty-seven an hour right now. Wow, is the average hour? Is that is that nuts? I'm that's, like, whoa, that's a lot okay. higher than what I was thinking. <laughs> I know, right? And so it's July average hourly earnings for private sector production. Like, or was um, I shafted my first job? Or <laughs> I know. So like, like line level, uh, basically, entry level twenty-seven fifty-seven. Now, okay, I'm like, dude. That's still good. Yeah, that's, that's still pretty good. That's right at fifty k a year. Yeah, yeah, twenty five fifty k. Yeah. So I mean, I remember in California, right when when a uh, hundred k became like that, that uh like median median income, and and my family lives in like Georgia and stuff, and they're like, right, <laughs> did did not compute for so many people. I'm like you know, like how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cost of Inflation, living, man. Is... Inflation is real. That's oh yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> Yeah, but, my my brother lives. Uh, well, he used to live in Florida, and and yeah, when he was telling us the prices over there, I was like, "How do you make it work?" <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy stuff, man. So I think um, we had a couple of events. We so so we had the uh, student love forgiveness last week. That was a big yeah, deal, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's gonna that's probably gonna weigh on some uh, inflation stuff, but right. but it's just kind of cool thing for for a lot of people. I think any of the students that were saving enough to pay their loans can probably now buy some more tesla at a cheaper price <laughs> right uh that's so right. tesla did the three to one stock split that's cool uh it was not anything big right so nothing happens to tesla as a company right um, right and as an option trader i i'm unfortunately not going to be trading tesla nearly as much it's just different right so there's it is the strikes take a long time to really like it's going to be like a process of like attrition, right? After, after a certain series burn it's off, we get different uh, <laughs> strikes available right now. They're like every 10 cents or something wild, but they don't, yeah, they don't pay it as much. So, no. um, yeah, so I've been even, loving some SPX. SPX <laughs> I'll definitely yeah. Be going back to that. Trade and futures are, are where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Futures for sure. If you're not, if you're not, uh, you know, it's funny. I, a lot of people ask about that stuff. I'm, yeah. SPX is great, but you, you know, if you're not yeah. intimately familiar with like, you have to decay <laughs> the Greeks and all that kind of stuff. Like it's not, it's not a one-to-one -one linear type mm -hmm. payout. Futures on the other hand, I mean, that's, 
if you're trading raw price action future futures are what you should be doing for sure right yeah so uh you know i we got a lot of stuff going on uh this week mainly but yeah i think i think spy is probably gonna be my main proxy going into uh the week yeah. ahead uh, i mean that was sure. a massive a massive dump massive uh, move on huge volume uh the biggest volume of the week and everything like that so uh you know obviously i think that we go lower next week uh yeah. we got a few interesting uh we got a space shuttle launch next week i don't know if you're watching did you did you catch that? What was that? There's something like SpaceX and T-Mobile. SpaceX and T-Mobile. Uh, yeah, SpaceX is using T-Mobile or T-Mobile using SpaceX. I didn't really I, read into it. I just saw the headline. Yeah, no, I, like, oh, I, caught, cool. I caught one trade. I was like, this thing is going wild. Um, yeah. And it, it was on T-Mobile, and, the, and then it kind of like gave it all back, but I just didn't know. Yeah, we, so we had some juicy it. setups last week, yeah. and as soon as the Powell situation happened, all those juicy setups yeah. just walked away <laughs> so yeah uh we'll see if some of those kind of recover and get back to those levels but i think it's going to be a little bit hard until buyers really step in i think that's really the key to it you know last week it was if we do have a dip how does the market handle a dip and we got the dip and buyers yeah. literally just walked away i was watching the tape and i was just it seeing was brutal yeah i thought we came down to like that 413, which was like the total like support consolidation zone that we've had so many times. And then it just kept going. <laughs> like I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. What's where happening? did they go? <laughs> uh, and I'm thinking about it. I was like, well, you know, that kind of move coming into a Friday after a decent week, you don't want to be long heading into the weekend. You have no idea who's oh. going to, you know, dissect Powell's speech over the weekend and then come Monday, have, have all the analysts come out uh saying who knows what but but the truth is dude we moved a full week's normal range in a single session like a full week's move we moved in a single session so normally i mean this isn't covid where it's there's not a black swan here um right to be honest this is this typically sets us up for some chop man um uh, yeah. till i think friday right so next week we have a couple you know a couple week like interweek catalysts uh, that you had mentioned. Yeah. We could probably pull some trades up around those. <clears throat> Absolutely. But, um, but it's not until Friday that we get the big, the big catalyst. And that, that, that Friday is uh, like non-farm payrolls. And that's probably the most, Yep. not probably, it is the most important number every single month for the following month. So depending on how the reaction goes on Friday, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in this chop mode right now where I'm thinking, okay, we could chop around 400, uh, you know, somewhere between 410, four, yeah, about 410, 395, somewhere in there, which is our one of our targets, right? Right. Um, and, you know, those non-farm payrolls, like if that, if depending on the market's reaction to that number, to me, that's going to basically tell the story for the entire month of September. So if it's, like if it. it's a dumpster fire, <laughs> then, okay, we got to wait a little bit and then we'll wait buy the bit. dip at the end of the month, towards the end of the month. But um, but if it's a good reaction, you know, maybe the bottom's in. We'll see. Maybe, yeah. I think, I think it's gonna be. <laughs> I, I like the the idea of coming back into four hundred, and from yeah. four hundred, we'll see what happens from there. Uh, I really because I'm like seventy five percent cash, man. There, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I got this. I'm starting to burn a hole in my pocket. Load the boat. <laughs> yeah, I did buy a little Google at one ten, uh, oh, yeah. which was like the first thing, but it's just a nibble. Uh, I got Blackstone too. I'm really, you okay. know, 
one I one so, I never actually got a real position in was United Healthcare. That's one I'm definitely um, looking for a nice pullback on. That thing is just like just yeah, a you and for H, like the last uh, 14 years or something. I think Humana, even Humana has like been on an absolute tear. A lot of those uh, healthcare yeah. names are just kind of hanging out. I think healthcare is gearing up, man. I looked at J and J, Merck. Oh yeah, uh, J and J Merck. Those, I mean, J and J is like it really hasn't recovered much at all. It's no. nearing the, the, a total base. So I, I, I am starting to kind of build into that just a little bit. I don't make like one buy. It's always like multiple little little nibbles. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, did you see Ulta? Profitable, yeah. You see Ulta like with their earnings, absolute beast of an earnings because yeah. everybody's buying up all the makeup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, well, hey, they're gonna do webcasts and like all the YouTube. Yeah, everybody's like, a social yeah. influencer now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing, for sure. I know yeah, these jobs. Maybe that's where the jobs came from. But that last, <laughs> <laughs> that last NFP number is still blowing my mind. Right? How did they double the, um, the new jobs that were actually picked up? I just don't. We'll see. That's a big one. Yeah, that is a big one. Uh, yeah, we got a. So next week we got a bunch of economic data come out. Especially like you said, we got Jolts. Uh, we got a semiconductor conference. We got a space. What launch. day is that? Uh, the Jeffries. I think it's all. Next no, no, week. the uh, semiconductor conference. Uh, the Jeffries twenty twenty two semiconductor conference. I believe starts tomorrow. Oh really? That's gonna be interesting. I mean, the, Nvidia, and then they took a huge beating, man. AMD. Oh, I'm yeah. just looking at this. And, and AMD, AMD does have a conference on, has their own conference on Thursday, I think. Look at AMD. What was that price? Seven ninety-seven to ninety yeah, bucks. On Friday. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Oh anything below one hundred on AMD is a definite short for me for sure. Uh, yeah, I think that's going back down to possibly the. <laughs> well, my first stop is going to be 84. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But it could very well uh, go back all the way to Tesla's lows. But Yeah. Yeah. I actually, yeah. 84 is, is, that was the last one for sure. Yeah. But they got their own conference on Thursday. I think that'll be interesting. We'll see what the next generation So Monday, the Jeffries has a semiconductor conference and Thursday, AMD has a conference? From what I understand. Yeah. From okay. how I got that. Yep. Uh, that August. Okay. Jeffries semiconductor, August 30th through the 31st. And then AMD has theirs on Thursday. I'll definitely keep an eye on that. So yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday for that conference. And then we have the space shuttle launch this week as well. I got, can't remember what day that is. The Artemis launch. That's going to have a huge impact on Boeing, Northrop, and LMT because that's supposed to get us to the moon yet again. So what's that about? I don't know about that one. The Artemis launch is a like brand new epic rocket <laughs> it's supposed to be our most powerful rocket. rocket yeah and it's supposed to get us back to the moon and beyond so <laughs> is this the mars are we going to mars now? i think so well yeah the tomorrow is the launch so yeah it's supposed to get us to the moon nice so that'll be pretty interesting that'll be big for boeing for sure uh is michael oh sorry like people in there in that space launch in that launch uh i don't think so I'm looking at Boeing. Boeing yeah, it's man. an uncrewed uh, test flight. Look at this Boeing chart. What a bounce off these lows. <laughs> I know uh, Michael here asked us where do we get our uh, news from, and and you know there's several places that I kind of reach out to, but uh, I use Benzinga. 
uh, pro for for one and then there's you know seeking alpha and market watch and there's lots of bloomberg of course cnbc yeah. if you want to uh yeah there's there's plenty of news sources out there where you can just gather as much information as possible and have your key lookouts you know for sure <laughs> there's yeah. lots of ways to to get info for sure uh and you just gotta do it the way you you want to uh we also have a you mentioned uh some of the ev uh dollar stock name but we also have ev numbers coming up with neo and xpev and lee auto how do you think those are going go? china the china evs man yeah are you going long those or what's, what's the story i, I kind of like china you know uh especially with yeah. uh, the audits kind of going on k web yeah i got a good eye on k web uh yeah jd actually gave us a really good move JD last did. week uh yep. that uh, there was this whale trader that bought like five million worth of options and we jumped on board on that and we caught a good move off of it uh nice. pdd good stuff baba same thing i think they're they're getting ready to rock and roll if Maybe we can get some help, but we'll see uh, how well they can move against the grain, I guess. <laughs> yeah, a lot of news on Baba about like coming to terms with like the U.S. Uh, well, what's the word like uh, um, the way they report numbers and things like that. So I mean, Baba's right. not going to get delisted or anything like that. No, <laughs> it's got. I mean, all these are just. I'm looking below the 200s, but man, yeah. I mean, oh god, they scare the crap out of me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta be real with you. Like I, I never know. know. <laughs> I I try. I tried to go long, Baba. Man. I'll, you know, I'll get hit with some wild headline out of left field. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, what, wow, what's the guy's name? He always has something going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, as far as for me going into next week, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at energy. I'm watching UUP, of course, and oil uh, short arc because. <laughs> yeah. Caffeine. You ever do that? What, you know, those, <laughs> the, the new leveraged single share things right so like oh, aside yeah, yeah, yeah. from sark there was that what's the there's a tesla 3x leverage short now there is ETF. yeah i'm like holy hell i've yet I to play that there's one yeah i think they're also trying to come out with apple and a few others yeah because why not <laughs> so yeah we i think you i think that's where I'm what what's up what's up oh you uk is reviewing the microsoft and activision acquisition that's what you have Right. That uh, happens on Thursday as well, I believe. It's either Wednesday or Thursday where the UK is going to re be reviewing uh, the Activision contract or buyout uh, yeah. from Microsoft. What was so the I purchase price good. on that supposed to be? Uh, you know, let me... Like 85 a share or something currently trading? Yeah, because Activision hasn't really... They haven't really moved <laughs> yeah. any since that number yeah 80, it's, but i believe it's still below what the agreed upon purchase is so it's it i mean they're obviously pricing in some kind of risk yeah there could be some that kind doesn't of go through spike there for sure uh, yeah well that's something to kind of watch uh but yeah definitely paying attention to semis with all the conferences going on we could get a pop we could you know the amd ceo she could come out and lisa sue she could come out and just how does she not, dude? She's a rock star. <laughs> what can you say? She, right? she, she does, yeah. I, you know, I'm team red as always. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to knock it out of park, I'm sure. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, that's. I think that's where I'm at. What Do you got any uh, cool picks for next week? No, I think, you know, next week still, it's just going to be mostly focused, I think, oil energies as well. Um, if we get some bounces, 
you know, I just next week, I think fairly neutral. If if I was going to yeah. say anything, I think there's uh, I have been hearing a lot of this agricultural stuff. I don't know if you ever traded like MOS that thing's on fire still yeah. or again. Yeah, uh, I had a trade on MOS. Uh, really? Yeah, the, yeah, last week. Yep. Yeah. yeah so that, that, that thing looks like it could actually have another leg. Uh, I think all of them. Right. So like SLB is still major, major on my watch for the next move. Right. I think we get a little pullback. FCX, if we get that little pullback to around 31. Um, I'm definitely, definitely interested in loading up a lot more. Um, and, and mostly like healthcare. So I think this next wave, I think we still get the, co the commodities trade is on the inflation trade is on and then healthcare and consumer staples maybe start to heat up a little bit in my I mind. Agree. So I got J and J, I got Merck. I haven't really, I mean, Pfizer looks like it's gonna bottom soon. It's not right quite there for me. Um, I like so, it, but I'm, I'm, I'm very much watching this Pfizer at about 40 sub 45 if we get that bounce we bounce there a handful of times and it's it's a real close especially after that's, friday yeah that's a that's an interesting spot to for pfizer to to bounce again so i yeah. like that a lot yeah uh, i i'm i really like that um and you know i i just gotta be kind of hands-off tech for right now yeah. and, and probably hands-off for you know financials for a little bit uh i do I have my shopping list ready but um you know, until the market really digests what's going on. And I don't think the market can digest what's going on with inflation until Friday. So all week, we really don't have anything major in terms of economic data points, but we do have a couple tradable events like you're talking about, maybe some, you know, AMD bounces for a short-term overnight kind of kind of trade. Right. Uh, but but other than that, yeah, I think it's, <laughs> it's all eyes on Friday. The enemy sure. is deflation now. Defla yeah yeah i mean like it's, if you think about it <laughs> i've always been kind of like the stagflation you know mindset but Ooh, um yeah, I know, right <laughs> i look at the stuff you know the, the job openings they're not going up right no um but there are more jobs being taken which is which is good although yeah. the job hourly earnings which is probably it's one of the biggest impactful like things for for actual inflation like as weird as it sounds, if we keep making more money on an hourly rate, it's 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 tough for <laughs> the market and for everybody else to to actually fight that inflation number because that's sticky, right? Like once you once you get hired at a higher rate, it's not like you're gonna be like, oh we're gonna lower your price your rates now, guys. Sorry, this no. doesn't happen, right? So so peop more people are going back to work. Um, quits are about static, like about stable. So um, it's just it's just that that last wave of people that are still not working from COVID huh, and, right. and, you know, joining the workforce finally. So once that's over, I think, dude, I think it's going to be like a dip by of, all <laughs> of, dip of the decade for sure. <laughs> that's just I, me. I don't want to be too bullish, but it's not, right. it's not there. It's not even close yet. Right. Um, Let's take it, it in stride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. End of, end of, end of September. Yeah. Really I like it. I like it. All right. Well, y'all heard it here. I appreciate y'all coming in and listening. Uh, thank you for the questions. Uh, we'll be back at it next week, of course. Uh, you know, keep y'all's heads up. Uh, if you felt some pain on Friday, I think we all did, to say the least. Uh, but yeah, you know, we'll take it one day at a time. And if you need help, come check us out, stockdaz.com. Uh, we'll help you get on the right path, a good path, uh, especially if you have trouble or if you want to learn more about, you know, what we do. I mean, we got it all from stocks to sports betting. I mean, you name it. So we got you covered. Uh, but yeah, y'all have a great rest of y'all's evening. And if you're listening to us uh, on Monday morning to your commute, uh, yeah, 
have a good, fantastic weekend. We will see you guys out there. Have a good one, guys. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Stocks and Sandals podcast. Our fans brought us into this world, and they can take us out by not listening. So if you like the show, you can support us by subscribing for future episodes, leaving us a five-star review, and joining our premium community on Discord at stockdads.com slash plans. You can also follow us at StockDads on all major social media platforms. But most importantly, remember this. It's not a dad bod. It's a father figure.